Some people would ask of making a distinction. What is reality that retreat raised about wondering whether holding a retreat focused on women's wouldn't be just another means of perpetual division and separation. And people would ask whether making a distinction would be just another way of realities and separations. I feel all of the questions, just as all responses and reactions, also relevant to explore. To me, self, there is, I feel in need. To me, I do see experience through speaking with other women to look at the ways in which women hopefully you hear as also an expression of sharing in some way. Understanding what reality is. Understanding and looking more deeply at the ways in which the ways in which our spirituality as a person, as a woman, is both nurtured and the ways in In the talk this evening, basically to outline the way in which this retreat will talk a little bit about the areas that I personally would like to and explore. Personally, feel myself to put a great. Discussion. There will be two discussion groups. The discussion group working together issues that concern us. The discussion groups will also be a means capacity to communicate and understand each other. The discussion groups will be a means for each one of us to not just in speaking, but our capacity to listen to each other. 
and discussion <laughs> but I feel that important to us and significant to us if we can approach them Part of this retreat will be the meditation. I don't look upon the meditation experience. Meditation as a means to nurture within ourselves. A place of harmony. I look upon the meditation as a means to learn how to listen in touch with our own resources, with our own potential, to connect with our own uniqueness as a human being. Essentially, as a means to which cut through conditioning, which enables us to cut through images being adopted, have been born within ourselves. I look at the meditation as a way for that we need to nurture what it is we need to In the retreat, together in the talks and the discussion groups and the meditations, I don't to spend a great of time on accusing anyone or anything. Spirituality. A great deal of in the finger at tradition. Particularly blaming responsible for inhibiting or hindering the development of our own spirituality. Would just be a way of binding us to the past, would just be a way of wasting our. When we look at the role of women, when we look which means that we need to in relationship to the past, in relationship to the present. Upon the past in any what we essentially do is divorce ourselves from the present. And it is the clarity and the with which we can nurture our own spirituality. Resources and a potential which will allow us to free ourselves inwardly from conditions and allow us to free ourselves from authority. or separation. I don't wish in any way to <laughs> these 
experience myself as being I don't wish to promote nor do I have any intention really of promoting form of equality. question that we need to concern ourselves with. There are differences in the ways in which each one of us views spirituality. There are differences women view their own spirituality. There are differences in what we emphasize. There are differences in the way that we see our world. Those differences in themselves I don't fear the differences in themselves do not make separation. The mind with its blindness, the mind with its condition separation. We bring to our spiritual life the totality of who we are as a person. We bring to our spiritual life the totality of our past experiences, the totality of We bring also to our spiritual life our perceptions, our emphasis. All of which creates differences in how we see each other. All of which. The differences I feel are superficial. The differences are not. The differences in themselves are not worth dwelling upon or focusing upon. Emphasis too is our uniqueness as a human being. Because it is nurturing our uniqueness as a human being. Spirituality is. There is, I feel, no spiritual path which is relevant and applicable in their lives. There is no model which is appropriate to each person. We are unique. Each one of us is unique. It's connecting with that uniqueness. It's connecting with that uniqueness that we're able to set aside conditions. It's in connecting with that uniqueness that we're able to discover. Trusting in that uniqueness and discovering it. Inner trust and freedom that we are able to discard these which are not relevant to us. When we begin in a spiritual <laughs> to various traditions and authorities that seem to hold the <laughs> if we feel unsure about our own spirituality <laughs> to someone who may hold the answers we look to see what needs to be developed, what needs to be emphasized, what needs to be let go of. In many ways, 
us by the traditions and authorities that we go to. <laughs> influences of traditions and authorities. We need to look <laughs> blindness and no blind acceptance without questioning of any fact. <laughs> Are certainly not which I feel is sacred or above question. If we are to be free inwardly as a person, then we also need to be free of influences which may be imbalanced, which may <laughs> In this retreat, certainly, neither Michelle nor I wish to have any form of authority on women's spirituality. Certainly, we have no magic <laughs> about how women need to develop. What we bring to this retreat we bring to this retreat our perceptions, our experiences of being <laughs> our own understanding, which has come from those perceptions and experiences. Probably for us, this is undoubtedly a kind of no-win situation, and that certainly. <laughs> And some of the things that may be said and emphasized here will be simply much too radical. <laughs> said and emphasized here will certainly be much too modern. In this AM, if we, <laughs> if we were to spend these five days together, then I feel in the beginning we need to sit. <laughs> We sit up here primarily because it's easier for you to hear. When we have discussion groups, it's not a question of any law where we're going to say, yes, that's right or that's wrong, or yes, we have the final answer. Just bear responsibility. We bear responsibility for ourselves and we bear responsibility for the degree of support and sensitivity that we can offer to each other. There is in authority situations. Just as there is a great danger institution. Just as there is a danger in any one person becoming an infallible. I don't wish to make another institution because certainly if we do that, no doubt within it will arise exactly the same hierarchy, authorities, exactly the same models and exactly the same problems which beset every single other institution. And this question of authority is certainly one that all of us need to learn. question of authority and its influence in our lives is one that we need to explore very, very Throughout our lives, we are <laughs> how we should be, telling us what we should be, dispensing expectations, <laughs> telling us what we should be, what we could be, how to live. <laughs> In turn, dispense their own answers. 
ourselves. And certainly the voice of authority is a force which has a tremendous amount of <laughs> The major powers that the voice of authority has is the power to alienate us from our own potential, from a vision of ourselves as a person. Authority to manipulate, to dispense expectations when that power We find ourselves at times in our lives responding to those expectations, to the models, to the demands that are dispensed in order to win, order to win a certain amount of approval, in order to win a certain amount of safety in our lives. I feel that we very much need to be able, right here, to be able to free ourselves from the power that we give. To be able to free ourselves from the need for affirmation, from the need for approval. If we risk the loss of affirmation and safety, if we are an individual. Certainly there is no one, no tradition, no person who we should be, who we must be, what we must strive for, what we must achieve. What's that qualification? That qualification can only come from within. from our own understanding. We need to be able to see if we are to be free. To cease being conditioned by the values and models that we are inner freedom. In the development of spirituality, I feel there are some basic <laughs> we need to begin with, that we need to begin this retreat with. <laughs> asking ourselves what spirituality is. <laughs> asking ourselves how we are going to nurture our spirituality. I mean, do we have any idea? Do we just do? Do we just practice the way someone tells us to practice? Do we ask for ourselves what? Do we ask ourselves what we need to discard in order to develop our own spirituality? With asking what our spirituality is. To me, spirituality, an inner spirituality, is abiding in a state of wholeness, perception of oneness, of truth, of reality, which transcends, which transcends separation. And a spiritual life, to me, is a celebration of that whole. It's a celebration of that inner oneness. It's a life of joy. It's a life of courage. So discovering our own uniqueness as a human being. is an inner freedom which is not marked by conditioning. 
and inner freedom, the totality of ourselves, our minds, our bodies, our personalities, but is in no way to be. think we should be, not the freedom to be someone, but the freedom to be who we truly are. I feel it is when we discover that without conditioning, without models, that there is the basis for a life. And a life of freedom to me is a life of love, a life of integrity, a life of spirituality. Holistic, just as our path to spirituality must be holistic. It needs connectedness the interrelatedness of all life. Not a path divorce, of negation, of withdrawal, but a path in which there is a celebration. To me, is a creation. It's a joyous path. And it's a liberating. Life in, to me is not, or spiritual awakening is not in any way separate from life. The mind can make a division between inner and outer. The mind can make a division. But to me, these divisions are created solely by the mind, and they are divisions which. Drain a vision of connectedness. Spiritual awakening is a spiritual awakening is political awakening. Because there is no wither mind but certainly in actuality there is no division. The social, the political, in no way divorces itself from love. There is. If we are to live holistically, then our life needs to be one. Not one where we come here and do some meditation and call this our spirituality and feel the thing that happens anywhere else in our lives. What happens here needs to be what place on a meditation cushion needs to have a direct relationship to what takes place in every other area of our lives. It means to be awake. It doesn't mean to be awake when we sit down on a round pillow. deep recognition of the interconnectedness of all life. There is nothing to be withdrawn from. There's nothing to be negated. Development of the receptivity, the creativity that can see the challenge that life brings to us is a fertile ground for understanding. <laughs> Means that there is nothing to be despised, there is nothing to be rejected in life. <laughs> there is a receptivity, activity, that can see that all human <laughs> and is a ground for liberation. is liberation. If we value that liberation inwardly,
we value freedom inwardly, we need to value it in every area of our life. Inwardly, we need to value it in every area of our lives. Let's talk. Fear that inhibits our spiritual awakening. <laughs> inhibits the development of our own spirituality. Is when, <laughs> is when spirituality becomes confused with tradition. When spirituality... <laughs> when you look at what a religion is, what an institution is, Certainly, it's around the spirituality of one individual. Certainly, the institution that we need to respect and care for. They have the benefits of inspiration. I fear they that every institution, every tradition. And the major limitation in any institution is <laughs> and equated with spirituality. When it becomes <laughs> then we become followers. When we become, when an institution is made sacred, become followers, then what happens is that we learn again, then we learn to listen inwardly. We learn to should be, what we should emphasize and what we should reject. The when they are given authority, Institutions and traditions, in turn, give us values. <laughs> then we have our models of what we should be. When those values... <laughs> ...person as a unique individual becomes relative. And that our spirituality... <laughs> ...on the basis of how much it measures up to the models that are dispensed. equated with religions and with institutions, then I fear the problem become very apparent. When spirituality becomes confused with and traditions and made sacred and unquestioning, then I fear the problems become very apparent. In that the institutions, the traditions that we find ourselves in, are <laughs> formulated, presented, and, and given a <laughs> with their own particular way of seeing spirituality, with their own way. <laughs> it is not to reject those traditions or institutions. But it is to for us whether the institution are relevant to all of us at all times in our own spiritual life. With sensitivity and care from tradition. 
can learn while still cherishing and preserving and nurturing the integrity of being able to... In this retreat together, whether or not we creatively utilize us unique in our spiritual life. Do we create as a person in our spiritual life a spiritual life? Do we use utilize spirituality? Do we know how to use our mind, our relatedness with life, to develop and nurture life? Do we know how to nurture a to develop a way of being in which there is no separation? Do we know everything that makes us a person to see through division, to see through duality. Is it one when we've really looked at the resources that we have within ourselves? Spiritual awakening. we don't come, or it's best not to come to is a place where we'll be told what to be, how we should be, how we should live. Sensitivity, inwardly and outwardly. A retreat is an opportunity to be with ourselves, to be with a place of sensitivity. To learn and understand the difference between just looking and learn and understand the difference between just hearing something and truly being able to listen. Sensitivity where we can totally connect with ourselves. And people may feel that they are new to meditation. I feel I've never yet met anyone. All of us have experienced in our lives moments of true meditation. No doubt have experienced moments in nature when the mind has been still. Of relatedness and connectedness and sensitivity. The appreciation and sensitivity and a sense of completion in that moment. I have experienced moments with another person in relationship when there hasn't been necessarily a great no need to assert, no need to defend. When there's been a sense of truly being able to connect with openness and sensitivity and wholeness, that too is meditation. In our lives, when the mind has stopped its chattering, its needing, its projections, in that a real deep and profound in a sense of wholeness and completeness. That too is This retreat will not be revolving around gaining any particular kind of kind of method or moving or striving to reach any particular kind of goal. Being awake, being conscious, being total in the emphasis in this retreat will be on really discovering and experiencing sensitivity. Is that 
understanding what it means simply <laughs> fully awake in each moment. We also cannot do <laughs> All of us have experienced that in our lives when we're not attentive, we're not present. When there's no <laughs> not really connected with each moment. It will be lovely to begin this retreat. <laughs> we'll all just hang out here together and be aware. For most people, they would find us quite <laughs> shy and explore even five minutes of just trying to be aware. We find that the mind is <laughs> of its thought patterns, a captive of its impressions, a captive. <laughs> there will be, in the first few days of this retreat, development of attention. not as a means to divorcing ourselves from anything, but as <laughs> in each moment. Together in the sitting meditations and the walking meditations, <laughs> the, emphasis the emphasis on the sittings and walkings will be on developing attention. And to <laughs> practices of meditation, in the sitting meditation, I'd like the emphasis to, <laughs> to experiencing very totally, very completely each breath. Not <laughs> to watching the breath. Not trying to assume a posture, <laughs> an observer of it but to feeling the breath, the totality of the whole movement is different. When one is totally with the breath, in harmony, at one with the breath, in a sense of oneness. Whereas often in trying to watch the breath, trying to be on top of the breath, in the sitting meditation, finding a posture that's comfortable for you giving your attention to the breath, <laughs> feeling it, the whole movement, <laughs> its sensation on the nose, in the throat, in the <laughs> to really connect with the feeling of the breath in the body. Of course you find that there's <laughs> amount of thoughts coming in, as soon as you're aware, just simply begin again, be with the breath. Sense of starting again a hundred times in a sitting, just to be as much conscious. <laughs> During the day, also there'll be some walking meditation. In the <laughs> body, being aware of the the movement of the body in walking, the connection of the <laughs> leaving the breath aside, just being aware of the feet the contact of the feet on the ground, the movement of the body. Each, each movement, each activity of the body. It's helpful in that to slow down the whole <laughs> to really enhance that sense of being very present in each moment. Discussion. Actually meeting together. Of course. At times people find alienating. They feel isolated. And have a relationship to silence of resistance or of feeling restricted by it. and power in silence to connect with one another on a level without words. <laughs> our expectations, our projections, but on a level of simply being together. <laughs> there will be a schedule put up. Each day, the day will begin with a movement period, an exercise period. <laughs> and dance.
hands, you can run, you can bicycle, you can do whatever you like. But I would suggest <laughs> form of movement. And that often the way that you begin a day tends to kind of set the <laughs> form of activity for the first hour of the day is kind of shuffling your feet around under the sheet. yourself sort of dragging yourself through it. So endeavoring please to try and begin the day with a feeling a feeling of energy and to bring that with you then into the meditation room. About twenty minutes of music meditation. And just to give the attention to listening. Each evening I'll be giving a talk aspect of spirituality, particularly lunar spirituality. This morning we'll put up a list where people can sign up to get together on an individual level. is that we can use this, these days as a means of connecting with ourselves, of connecting with each other, of connecting with all as a means to awakening to our own spirituality, to our own uniqueness, of being of all beings. together to end the evening for about 15 minutes.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.